Welcome to the Business of Sales. I'm your host, Morris Sims. I have over 35 years training sales professionals who are actually business owners. And now, hey, I'm focused on helping those business owners run their businesses more effectively and efficiently in today's very fast-paced, ever-changing world. So on this show, we're going to interview some great business leaders and give you practical ideas that you can use today. So, hey, stick with us, please. We've got great things coming out, and it's going to happen right now. Mindy Audlett is our guest today on the Business of Sales, and I am one more excited guy to have her on the show. She wrote the book, What If It All Goes Right?, and you, if you listen to the show, you heard Amy Scruggs' song, What If It All Goes Right? And uh, I'm, just, I'm just totally obsessed with that whole concept because we tend to spend our times worried about what if it all goes to, you know, wearing a handbasket. So anyway, Mandy, thank you so much for joining us today on The Business of Sales. Well, Morris, I am thrilled to be here. I am so excited to be a part of this program. Oh, it's a blast. It is absolutely a blast. Tell us about your journey to what if it all goes right? Wow. You know, we're all on a journey, aren't we? So for me, I, I was a very shy kid growing up. I was very introverted. I actually had a speech impediment when I was a kid. Um, so I kind of kept my mouth shut and was very, very shy and quiet. But, you know, I I listened really well and I, um, you know, we all have dreams inside of us and mine kind of got squashed because I was so shy and introverted. So, um, the journey began really just by getting to college and getting to, uh, have this opportunity on radio to, uh, to share my voice. And, you know, I think you said, you said it so well, it's like we always, uh, learn in our society to think about the worst case scenario. What if it all goes wrong? And I really grew up with that. Like, what if I say something and I get made fun of, you know, what if I say the wrong thing? And, uh, it wasn't really until I, I got into college and I had that possibility, you know, what if I could use my voice and, and do it in a way that makes a difference for people, those little tiny baby steps of just turning around our mindset and having that breakthrough in the way that we're thinking, uh, really does make a difference. So, so that's, that's my, my early beginnings. Um, but, uh, the book has been a lifelong journey and I still, uh, you know, we're coming out of a bit pandemic. I still get lots of opportunities to practice shifting my mindset and looking at, okay, this may not be what I thought was, you know, my year was going to look like, but what if it all goes right? What if I can use this to, uh, what if this is working for me? What if there are opportunities in this? Mindy, tell me more about that. I mean, how do we take this whole idea? What if it all goes right? I mean, that, that sounds like a fun thing to do. Okay. Well, let's, let's imagine what might happen if it all goes right. Mm -hmm. There's, there's some power in that. Can you share some of that with us? Yeah, there's a lot of power in that. And, you know, the science is kind of catching up with what we've been taught for centuries that, uh, as we think, so shall it be, you know, the idea that what we focus on, we create. And if we're focused on things that we're worried about, or we're focused on the worst case scenario, what's the worst that can happen? We're really good. You know, our culture is very, very good at pointing out all the things that could go wrong and how to prepare for it. Uh, but there's something to be said for shifting that focus and saying, what if it all goes right? 
what what if we even just put equal time <laughs> on <laughs> looking at the best case scenario? How often do we say, well, what is the highest vision of what this could be? What would that look like? And to put our focus there, not only is it moving us towards new possibilities, but it also prevents us from going into that spiral of how overwhelming it can be, you know, how stress inducing it can be to constantly be focusing on the worst case scenario. So just in terms of our own mental health and resilience, <laughs> it helps to be able to shift out of that, what if it all goes wrong mindset into looking at um, possibilities for what does it look like? What, what could that be? I, I tell you, Morris, one of the biggest challenges I find people have when I start working with them is we always start with the question, what do you want? And we're so good at identifying what we don't want, but we don't have as much practice sometimes in getting clear on what it is that we do want. And so that's the, that's the beginning is what do we want and what is the best case scenario for how we could live into that? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I, I teach when I, when I do workshops and such is for, let's start with number one, what do you want? Get really, really clear about that. Cause if we're not clear about that, nothing else matters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, especially as you're working, I know lots of sales professionals listening to this program, it's easy to say, well, I don't want them to say no. I don't want them <laughs> to hang up. I don't want to lose the deal. You know, there's all those don't wants. Uh, and if we focus on that, then it, it does sort of limit our capacity to stay motivated and inspired. If we focus on, you know, what if I hit that goal? What if I had my best month ever? What if I find a way to communicate value in a different way, in a, in a more uh, engaging way? It has us grow. It has us continually evolve and stretch. And it makes the journey so much more fun to get to, you know, respond to the carrot that's in front of us instead of the, the shoe that's behind us kicking us along. Hey, y'all, hang on for just a second. I got, I got something I just got to tell you. I'm giving away some free stuff, all right? Free stuff. I've got a copy in there of my ebook, Practical Influence with Ideas to Help You Improve Your Influence with Other People. I've got some, uh, some great marketing and prospecting ideas that are on an audio file, so you can listen to it while you work out or drive or whatever you'd like to. And we've also got some stuff in there on planning for 2022 to help you make 2022 your best year ever. Just go to morrissims.com slash free stuff that's morrissims.com slash forward slash free stuff and get your free stuff it's just that easy all right now back to the show uh, many i tell you it, i know what i know about scripture i know and what i don't know is probably a heck of a lot more than that but i i, I never can quote chapter and verse but i know that thing of which I feared has come upon me. It's, mm -hmm. it's right there. And if, if you're thinking mm -hmm. about that stuff that you're so afraid of, chances are you're gonna, it's going to happen. Same thing yes. the other way around. We become that of which we think. Earl yeah. Nightingale taught us that back in the, in the, well, he taught it back in the 50s. I learned it in the 70s and 80s. We become what we think about all day long. And yeah. this just feeds into all of that so very, very well. And it is so very powerful. How, have you actually seen it make a difference? I'm, I know you have, but can you tell us oh. a time? Tell us about oh how it makes a difference. The stories I could tell, I could go on and on and on. You know, I've seen stories of people 
Well, the last time I I did this live, you know, pre-COVID lockdown, I had a woman that had attended a, we call them possibilities parties, where we get together and we practice, we all share something that we want and we practice this process that I call what if upping. So instead of saying what if it all goes wrong, that's what if downing, we play the what if up game, what if it all goes right. So we were doing this activity, this, um, this group brainstorm activity, and she was a widow. She'd been a widow for a couple years and she was feeling really, really lonely. And when she said that she wanted to find a romantic relationship, um, people, you know, she was in tears, just even saying it, like just even to have people hear her say it was so emotional for her. And so we shared possibilities, you know, what if it's fun? You know, what if you have a great time? What if it's easier than you ever imagined? What if you don't put so much pressure on yourself? All those types of possibilities. And the next time I saw her, she, she greeted me like so many people greet me by saying, Mindy, you're not going to believe what just happened. And I said, Let me <laughs> you're not going to believe this. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to believe this, but that is how people greet me after they have done an event is, you know, you're not going to believe this, but I found this wonderful guy. And within a year, you know, she's married and happy as she's ever been. So everything from relationships, I've seen people, you know, travel the world. I had one person who uh, had stage three cancer and she decided that she wanted to go um, travel the world. I mean, and she did it because she had this, thought in her mind, you know, what if it all goes right? What if I can? What if I don't have to wait until I'm better? You know, what if I can do this now? And she trained for it for six months. And then she went and she slept in the desert and rode camels and did all kinds of things that she would have never, that she didn't do when she was healthy, much less when she was, um, you know, going through treatments. <laughs> so people just do amazing things. And, and sometimes it's, you know, it's nothing short of, miraculous to me to see the synchronicities that show up. And sometimes it's just having that, um, having that thought that helps you take the next step. I had one woman who was, who had had a, um, she was going through some health difficulties and was in chronic pain. They said she'd probably never walk again. And she was in physical therapy and she was supposed to walk a little bit every day. And she said she used to grumble about it and she used to come home like tired and exhausted and mad because it hurt so bad. And then she started changing her mindset. And she started when she'd go on a walk, she'd say, you know, what if this gets better every day? And what if I take a few more steps? And you know, what if I celebrate what I can do instead of focus on what I can't do? And it had her walk further than she did before. It had her come home feeling better uh, internally and externally <laughs> than she did before. And she, little by little, step by step, uh, has had an amazing healing journey. You know, it's like there's so many different ways that people can use it. Sometimes it really is things show up out of the blue and it's just amazing. And sometimes it's just that little boost that gets you through the disciplines of, you know, getting where you want to go. I find it, it's like opening a door. When you, when you start what if upping, it's like you've opened the door to possibilities that you didn't think were even possible before. Mm -hmm. It's such a great way to shift a culture. You know, I used to work in a culture that was, um, we used to sort of jab at each other. You know, it's very, it was funny and it was playful and it was good humored, uh, you know, lots of sarcasm and things like that. 
But there was a lot of negativity in, in the way that we communicated with each other in our culture. And when I first started really understanding the power of our words, the power of our thoughts, and the power that we have to shift the energy of our culture, one person, I truly believe one person can shift a culture. So when I started learning these things and started introducing them without, you know, without a workshop, without a, just like <laughs> just going in and, and anytime around the water cooler, the, the conversation started going down, you know, what if it's all falling apart to just be able to be that person that says, well, what if we look at the bright side? What if we look for the opportunity? And just being that voice in the room, it's amazing how when people hear a pathway to hope, a pathway to possibility, how people will jump on board with that train. And when we jump on to that train, that train will take us to very different places. So it's exciting to see how powerful it, it really is, even if the person that we're talking to hasn't read the book <laughs> and maybe they don't even believe in this stuff. It still works. <laughs> well, it does. Even when you don't realize the, the, even when you can't name the concept, uh, yeah. I never thought I was even close to being ready to retire. I, I never mm -hmm. even thought it was a possibility until one day, uh, my wife looked at me and said, what if we retire? Mm. And I suddenly opened up a possibility and I, well, I don't know. Let's let's call, make the phone calls to HR, find out what the numbers are, and see what. By George, we could do it, and all of a sudden we had control. And and it, anyway, it was opening that door. That whole what if we did the? What if it did all work out right? What if it did turn out right? It just opens a door and makes things work. There got to be people out there, Mindy, that you've run into who say. It's <laughs> a bunch of bunch of hooey. Come on, it's just crazy. You can't do that. Yeah. How do you, well, how do you, you know, deal with those? Henry Henry Ford said, "Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right." <laughs> yeah, you know, you so, uh, so they get to be right. It's like if that's what you think, then you get to be right because what you, as you believe, so shall it be. Right. So if that's yeah. what you think, then you know I could try to convince you otherwise. Um, but you're not going to have the experience of it unless you can shift your belief around it, at least just a little bit, at least. And that's the, really the beauty of what if is you don't have to truly believe it. You could just say, what if it's possible? And that's sort of, you know, I, I, I like affirmations and, and I'm sure some of your um, the people listening probably are used to using affirmations. It's a powerful process. But sometimes I found with affirmations, I may affirm I'm going to have my best month ever. I'm going to double my sales. I'm going to, you know, you affirm these things. And sometimes there's that little voice in the back of your head that says, yeah, well, maybe, maybe not. But with what if you bypass that? So it's, it's a fabulous way to bypass that part of your brain that is the cynic or the doubter, that part of your brain that's like, well, I don't know. This sounds, this sounds too good to be true. Well, what if, what if, what if it is true? What if you try it out? What if you just notice what happens when you go through the day, starting with possibility, looking for the good? And what if it's your own, you know, what if you create your own experiment around it and see for yourself what happens for you? And and what could it hurt to give it a try? It did nothing. Mm -hmm. So why not give it a shot? What would happen if you tried it? What yeah. could happen? Well, things could go yeah. right and you could really have a, a change in your mindset and in the results of your business if you just 
open up that whole idea. I mean, if we what if upped uh, a salesperson's world, you know, what if you found that that prospect that needed your services and had the money to be able to make a really, really big purchase? Wouldn't that be nice? Well, okay. Yes. Well, what if that happened? Well, what if he also uh, were able to give you referrals to the the 10 ladies that he's worked with who've just started their own businesses that also need your same kind of help. And what if they were to put you in touch with an entire community of new entrepreneurs and new business owners that also needed your help? And what if, Mindy, we could go on and on and on. We can go on and on. There's no end to our imagination and what we can create. I actually had a woman who is the director of development for a nonprofit organization, and she's in our uh, we have something called the What If Up Club. It's a community of, of people that get together and we practice doing this. And she said she actually went through, she has this huge list of all these names, all these leads, all these you know potential uh, donors for their uh, organization. And she said she had this possibility that popped into her head. She's like, what if instead of just calling every name, you know, A, B, you know, going through the A's and the B's alphabetically, she's like, what if I just take a deep breath and, you know, get myself centered and just kind of let my hand fall on the page to see who to call today. And so she started doing this little practice that she imagined in her mind and and her results just went through the roof. She found herself on the right right person, right time, right call, the right connections, and all those things we were talking about started happening for her because she she allowed herself to be in the possibility that she could really be guided in how do I need to approach this and who do I call and how do I what do I need to say to this particular person? So it's it's a powerful process. It you really know, is. It's just I can do it forever. What if uh I'm out in a small town and I'm selling financial services products. And, you know, what if I introduce myself to the person that owns the biggest company in town? Mm-hmm. What if I introduce myself to the CEO of the bank? Mm. What if I, you know, what could happen? What? Well, it's not necessarily going to be bad. What if it all goes right? What if I introduce if- myself to the CEO of the bank and, he says, gee, you know, we've been looking for somebody that was a professional in your area that we could refer people to. And we've also been looking at a, a deferred compensation plan for our executives and thought maybe you might be able to help us. With. What if it all goes right? There's just so many things that could be out there. And somebody just said, yeah, Maurice, you're just dreaming. Well, no, we're not just dreaming. We're we're thinking about things and then taking taking some action. You have to take action, right, Mindy? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's been a lot of research done in the last few decades, actually, on just the power of our thoughts. So part of it is when you're focused on what you want, when you're focused on this positive possibility, there is you're literally activating a a part of your brain that is going to zero in on that possibility, right? Because if you're focused on uh, referrals or if you're focused on meeting influential people, uh, there's a part of your brain that is now going to start scanning for that. It's called the reticular activating system, and it will lock in to anything that matches what you're focused on. It's, it's the reason why, you know, when, when I decided I wanted to buy a Jeep, suddenly every car on the road looked like a Jeep to me. Like, there's one, there's one, there's one. They're everywhere. 
because I'm focused on it. So and they, on a, and they were a, all and they were all white because I wanted a white Jeep too. By the way, did you? Yeah. <laughs> we had a white Jeep actually. Yeah. 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 So your brain will zone in. So there's a neurological. Um, scientific, you know, support for for the process in general, but even beyond that, some of the studies being done are are really amazing in terms of. Um, I write in my book about a study that was done with uh, I call it Robo Chicken, <laughs> where they they took this um, you know uh, some baby chicks and they created this little robotic chicken. Um, and the robotic chicken was programmed to randomly move left or right. Uh, so it was just a computer generating, you know, X's and O's, you know, turn right, turn left. And then they took this robo chicken and put it in with a, a flock of baby chicks. Now baby chicks will imprint to their mother. So when they hatch, they see this robotic chicken and think it's mom. And what they found was once those baby chicks had imprinted on that robotic chicken, it was, it started deviating from statistical averages and you would you would think something that's programmed to you know sometimes go right sometimes go left it'd be about 50 50 half the time it'd go right half the time it'd go left but when they <laughs> brought in these little chicks they started noticing that the chicken started not acting so randomly it started responding more to uh, moving in the direction of the babies you know like really kind of like what's that about <laughs> So like, isn't that crazy? Yeah. And and so my thought is, well, if if baby chickens can have that kind of influence <laughs> on something that is supposedly random, then what could we do? You know, what could we do by focusing our attention on what's possible, focusing our attention on possible solutions? You know, the problems it's, and this is not saying don't focus on the problem. It's saying be aware of the problem and then move from that awareness of the problem into what do we want the solution to look like? And then putting our energy and our focus and our creative power into uh, what if possibilities, how do we move into that vision that we hold? You know, it's incredible. It, it, we go back to uh, all the way back to Dr. Norman Vincent Peale and the power of positive mm -hmm. thinking. And yeah, it, there are those out there that said, you know, you're crazy Peale. This mm -hmm. is, this is just nuts. And in fact, uh, there are folks who look at it and say, well, again, you're just dreaming. You're just, you know, being Pollyanna and, and all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. In fact, Gretchen Ottenberg, just uh, Ottingen, wrote a book called uh, Rethinking Positive Thinking. And in that book, she says, you can, you can do all the positive thinking you want, but if you don't realize that there are problems and mm -hmm. understand that there are going to be challenges along the way, then it's not going to do you any good. And I, I think that's what you just said. You've got to recognize the fact that there are challenges and be ready for them. Right. Right. Absolutely. I, I think there's uh, there's clarity in being able to address the problem as well. Yeah. Because when we can be clear on what the problem is, from every for everything that we see that we don't want, and it could be anything from climate change to um, polarity to, uh, you know, a bad sales month. You know, anytime we see something that we don't want, there is in that moment, the other side of that, which is the presence of that other thing. Like the solution is always there. Once if you identify the problem, the, the solution is, is there in it, embedded in it. If I have a, if I don't want the bad sales month, well, what do I want? Well, I want to double my sales, quadruple my sales. You know, there's a desire in everything that we see. Um, and sometimes we can identify it more clearly by seeing the problem 
and then being able to translate that problem into well, what is it that we want? What is it we're trying to create? And then once we have that, now we can shift our energy and say, okay, well, maybe we had a bad sales month. We, we're aware of that. What do we want it to look like? And now let's put all of our focus and all of our energy on how do we move into that vision for what we do want? Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, you know, positive thinking. It's, it's interesting how we think that negativity, you know, it's like the things that when we see a problem, we think that's negative. Seeing a problem is not negative. Seeing a problem is seeing a problem. Um, negative is thinking that we can't do anything about it. Right. And it could, so, and it could be a great opportunity. I, I've, right. Sadly enough, I, I've had to be in a position where we had to do reductions in force and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. some folks were, were asked to, to move on. And thus, in, in this case, the case I'm thinking about, retire early, earlier mm-hmm. than they had thought they had, had wanted to do. It was a very big problem for them at the time. It was very concerning. It was very, very challenging. It was a very emotional time. Within a year, that same individual came back to me and said, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I've now been able to do this, this, and this, and mm. look at how great my life is now that I am free of, of, you know, having to go to work every day. I can now work over here and make more money than I did doing that. And it was just, it turned out to be wonderful. But at the time, it was a problem. In reality, what if it all goes right? What if this is the best thing that ever happened to you? And sure yeah. enough, it can be. I tell you, when the book came out, um, it came out during 2008, the market correction then. And I did a lot of speaking with people that were in job transition who uh, maybe it wasn't early retirement. Maybe it was just like, you know, you're done. <laughs> maybe <laughs> Thank you. you. Know, a little bit of severance. <laughs> There's the door. Have a great day. And yeah, See you later. Yeah, there were some where you show up and that's your last day of work. And so we did a lot of um small groups with people where it's like, okay, well, what if, what if you could see this as, as an opportunity and what if it all goes right? And what if we can trust that process? Uh, You know, one, it gets us focused on where we want to go, but it also helps us get out of that um, victim mindset, which can be so debilitating, um, so anxiety ridden, you know, it, it, it can be a scary time being in transition. And right now we're all in transition. We're all experiencing change. And there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of depression. There's a lot of um, mental challenges in our world. So it's it's important to be able to look at what's going on and have that framework of, you know, what if it's all going right? And what if I can choose for this to be an opportunity because of the way I see it? Oh, absolutely. And it uh, and it can be, and it is, and it's it's just amazing. And to some extent, it also depends on what you choose to do about it. And if you're thinking about how terrible it is, you're probably not going to do anything positive to to make it a good thing. So, mm-hmm. I I just think it's it's so very very important, and the the whole idea of taking action is so very important. Uh, Mindy, tell me about you know there was this thing called the secret. They talked mm-hmm. about manifestation and manifesting things in your life. And it sounded like, oh, sit back in your recliner and think about making a million dollars. And sure enough, one day you're going to have a million dollars in your account. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't think it works that way, does it? Yeah. So, yeah. And this, again, this came out, oh, it's been over 10 years now, 10, 15 years ago. Uh, this movie came out called The Secret and there's a book about it and it's uh, it's really interesting and there's I think there's a lot there's a lot of science behind this there's a lot of people that are looking into it and saying what 
what is this really about? And the, the gist of it is uh, that what you focus on, you attract into your experience. So, you know, it's about getting clear on what you want and then focusing on it in an elevated state, in an elevated emotional state. So basically focus on the thing that you want, elevate your emotional state. So be in that space of love and peace and compassion and joy. And, and as you're focusing on that thing that you attract it into your experience. So what some people will, will interpret that as meaning is all I have to do is sit on my yoga mat and, uh, <laughs> and think happy thoughts and focus on what I want. And you know, that, that white Jeep is going to roll into my driveway and the, you know, the sales quota is going to be met with me just sitting here thinking happy thoughts. And that's not quite it. (laughs) So that's, that's the first step of it. The first part is getting clear on what you want. The second part is bringing to that thought, the heightened emotional state. And the third step is to then notice what the inspiration is and how to act upon that inspiration. So, um, and I'll share with you. So I lead a, we have a nonprofit organization that we just started um, in June called the What If Up Club. And it brings people together to practice this. And and the vision is to bring this process into schools and into organizations where, you know, it's accessible to anyone that could use not only mental mental um, resilience help and also community. So we created this nonprofit and I had an opening on my board and I went to my board members and I said, what is it, you know, if we have this position that's open, who, who do we want to attract into this position? And so we had, we had a what if up session. So we're like, what if it's someone who's super bubbly? What if it's somebody who is an expert and well-connected? And what if it's somebody who has access to publicity and has connections and can, you know, what if it's someone that uh, one of my board members said, what if it's something you don't have to go after them? What if they just kind of land in your lap and you know that they're the one? (laughs) And so what I did was I put on a note card. um, I am attracting a secretary for my board. And, and these are the qualities that we are attracting. And I put it in my to-do box and every week I go through my to-dos and there's the things that I have to do, you know, I got to pay the bills, take care of taxes and all that kind of stuff. And there's the things that I, I release and I'm like, okay, I'm going to just allow this to show up. So I put that in my inbox. I look at it once a week when I go through my to-dos and I'm like, okay, that's nothing that I'm going to take action on. I'm just going to be watching and listening and moving through inspired action. And then I had this amazing um, email from this guy named Morris Sims who reaches out to me and tells me that uh, he just interviewed this woman named Amy Scruggs, who has a song called What If It All Goes Right. And um, so, of course, I reach out to Amy and she is that energy and that connector and that wonderful spirit. So so I, I said, Amy, I've got a nonprofit. <laughs> and, and I knew when I connected with her, I'm like, she's the one. She's the one from my note card. So it's not that you put it out there and do nothing in the sense of you're not in motion in your life. You're still in motion. You're in motion in a way that is trusting, that is open. It's kind of like if I were looking to, um, to find those perfect leads, it's like, I'm going to attract people who 
resonate with what I'm selling. I'm going to attract people who I know that this product I'm offering them is going to benefit them. I'm going to, I'm going to attract that and, and to focus on what does that person look like? And what, what do you, what do you notice about them? What are they thinking? Like, how do you feel when you meet them? And you just know that what you have to offer them is the perfect thing for them. You know, you've had that experience, right? Where you connect with someone and you're like, this is, this is the person that I am here on the planet to serve. You know, I know I can help you and, and they feel it too, you know, to, to put that out there and to see it and to visualize it and to run, run through it in your mind's eye as if it's happening and then allow it to happen. You know, do the things that you do, do your calls, but be noticing when that shows up. And my guess is what if, <laughs> when it shows up, you, you, you put it together, right? Yeah, you notice, yeah. Like, yeah, I, that was what I envisioned. That's exactly the way I envisioned it. Meeting Amy Scruggs, who I connected with because of your podcast, <laughs> was a, a moment of that's, she is the person that I envisioned, you know, and, and feeling that alignment is, you know, it's really wonderful when you can, it can make, connect the dots between the thoughts that you put into motion and the things that you declare that you want and then releasing it and releasing it, you know, depending on your spiritual beliefs, it could be through prayer. It, I mean, isn't that what prayer is? It's, it's putting something out there and then saying, amen, <laughs> like yeah, I give it yeah. over to you. That's, that's what we're, we're talking about is get clear on what is, what it is you want to manifest and, and then trust, you know, not not to disappear in your cave and, and meditate it into your cave, but to <laughs> live your life and be open to it showing up. So that's that's probably a longer answer, but <laughs> no, it's great. It's answer. a great question. It's a great question. That's a great answer. It's, I always think about it like uh, one of my bosses used to always say, "Hey, man, you might be walking around lucky." Well, yeah, you know, you might be walking around lucky if you get up and go walking around. If you sit in your office and. <laughs> sit behind a computer screen all day and your job is to go out and meet people and make sales, chances are you're not going to be very lucky. But if you get up and you get out and go to work, you will be. And suddenly, Mindy, it's it's been my experience that that serendipitous business, the stuff that just comes along, the guy that calls up and says, I want to buy your product. And and you you didn't know him from from you know Adam's house cat or anything else, and this mm -hmm. the, this lady just calls up and says I want to buy X Y Z and that's exactly what you provide, and you've never seen them before. That kind of stuff only happens if you're out there doing what you're supposed to do every day, right? And that's, and that's it. It's it's and, following that inspiration and you know and not getting attached to what it looks like or where it comes from. Uh, but doing in each moment, like, what am I called to do in this moment? Is it to be on a podcast? Is it to, <laughs> to reach out and meet someone new? You know, like, wh what is it that I'm called to do in this? Is it to pick up the phone and call someone that I just have been thinking about? And, you know, have you ever done that where it's like, oh, I've yeah. got this person who's popped into my mind and I'm just going to give them a call. Next thing you know, that person is a connection to something completely unrelated that you've been wanting to create. So last, that's the possibility. Last comment, and then we're gonna we're gonna roll. But I'll tell you what, it's it's just like, well, I don't want to call so and so because 
you know, it might not go well. They may not like me. They might, you know, <laughs> be mean to me on the telephone. But you know what, Amy, in 30 to 40 some odd years of sales, I've never had anybody slam the phone down in my face. I've never had anybody be mean to me on the telephone. I've had people mm-hmm. say no, but hey, that's to be expected. So right. what if it all goes right? What if I call and want to talk to the president of the bank? Well, you know, his secretary is going to keep you from ever getting to her. Well, what if it all goes right? What if the the gatekeeper, whoever that might be, says, well, just a minute, Mr. Sims will be right with you. And you get to talk for five minutes. What if it all goes right? That's the kind of mindset, the kind of thinking that I believe everybody out there ought to do. But for sure, those of us that are in in business for ourselves, those of us who are solopreneurs, if you will, uh, have got to keep in mind, what if it all goes right? Yeah, there are challenges. We're going to deal with those. But what if it all goes right? What are the possibilities out there? And as you say, how can I attract that to to me and my business? Mindy, thank you so much. This has been a great episode. I really have had a good time. Well, thank you, Morris. It is great to be here with you. Thanks for the invitation. Uh, you're more than welcome. And let, hey, let's do it again. Yes, I'm all in. All what right. if? What if we do it again? <laughs> <laughs> what if it all goes right? Oh, I can't wait to talk to Amy. This is wonderful news. Thank you so much, Mindy, for being with us. And thanks to everybody out there for listening. We really appreciate you being here and listening to the podcast and reacting and letting us know what you want, what you need. And in the meantime, go out there and make it a great week. What if it all goes right and you can reach out and touch somebody that you never thought you'd be able to get in touch with, that you never thought you'd be able to build a relationship with? What if it all goes right? You can do it. You can make this a great week. I'm betting on you. And I'll see you again next time right here on The Business of Sales. 